Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast. So, down with me, your host, Freddie Loso. I haven't said this in a while. It's been a long time. With my other co-host, Stevie G. What's up, guys? Let's go. I'm back. With the devil's advocate, Rob Fink. I'm here. And Anthony, the encyclopedia. And gentlemen, this weekend from Orlando, too big for just one night, it's WrestleMania! Now, you guys are getting this live and in living color. We are not only on anywhere you consume your podcast, we are going live with YouTube. Well, not live, but, you know, pre-recorded just like WWE's WrestleMania. What do you guys think? First Big night. things being live. But let me just throw this out there. Tomorrow morning when Anthony wakes up and he has a sore throat, I'm going to have to remind him that he does not have the coronavirus. That was him doing the WrestleMania opening. <laughs> See, Freddie, we tried, we tried to fill in while he was out, you know? And he's back. <laughs> well, let's jump into it, man. We got, a, we got a big episode going for you guys tonight. WrestleMania preview. Encyclopedia, bring us in, man. All right, uh, first off, um, we're not going to spend a ton of time on all the weekly stuff just because of the fact that we got a lot to talk about with the big weekend ahead of us. Uh, let's start off with SmackDown, and the only thing that really stood out in my mind was that terrible segment with King Corbin throwing Elias off the balcony and the pathetic sound effect. Did you guys see this thing? <laughs> Fail. I didn't see it, but they don't have many resources, and that just sounded horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I don't know, terrible. Wait, they really added a sound? Can we get a sound clip before we're done with the show? <laughs> I want you guys to know, I have been listening, and I saw Anthony, like, at last week, he talked about the, the you fucked up cheers or whatever, and then magically it just happened. I'm catching these inserts, so I think you need to insert that sound file there. Uh, actually, that's not my <laughs> you fucked up moment of the week. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, no, no, I know that, but I'm saying if you could get a sound file, <laughs> do it. Yeah, come on. What do you got, huh? Oh! Oh, my God. You got to love this TV. I mean, damn. I mean, I, I heard you guys talk about it a bit. Uh, you guys talked about the whole are these shows good kind of deal. Um, now, one thing I got to back Rob up on that. I don't know if you two were agreeing with, but I'm a broken Matt Hardy guy. I know Anthony and Freddie were kind of whatever about it. I'm with Rob on that, bro. Even though that that thing was a little much last week, I, I'm enjoying seeing it back. I want to see what they do. The crowd thing was kind of odd. And um, as far as the shows go, because I'm just trying to throw my opinion on it, I think it's going to get old. I think they should do it up till Mania, maybe do an episode after Mania. And I don't know which one of you guys threw an idea of, like, wrestlers coming on shows and you talk about classic stuff. Like, you know, say, like, you have a wrestler, Anthony, thank you. Say you have a wrestler come in, hey, I love this match for this reason or whatever. And they do that. I thought that was a good idea. And another good idea 
why don't we live, relive the Attitude Era like month to month or relive something? Why don't you just replay some old stuff like actual shows? Like you're watching Raw Live, but it's like Raw from 99. Like they need to – They, I do agree. The, the empty arena shows, I don't know how I'm going to feel this weekend. That's where I was leading to. I'm not excited this weekend to have no crowd at WrestleMania. That hurts. Well, they they also actually on backstage this week they tried to do a watch along and it wasn't it was Booker T, Mark Henry, and Renee Young doing it, and it, I, I wasn't that impressed with that one either. So they they, they got to figure something out. What did they watch along with? Was it a certain match? Yeah, it was. Uh, let me look it up because I don't remember. That's how memorable it was. Um, <laughs> All right, so it wasn't that good. Sports Frenzy Podcast could do better watch-alongs. Yes! I, That's how so. we do it, I can't listen to Booker T for more than two minutes anyway, so I can't imagine it was very good. <laughs> Is it because every time you think of that racist slip-up he had when he was talking shit to Hulk Hogan? I just think he just, the way he talks makes me crazy, so... Gotcha. <laughs> well, let, let's move on, because I, it's going to take me a while to find it. We had some pretty dope... Uh, you know, WrestleMania merchandise for at least this week for WrestleMania that's, you know, empty. Which, which shirt have you guys seen that you would be interested in picking up once uh, the clearance hits? In your house. I liked I liked the In Your House one. I liked the WrestleMania I wasn't there. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I'll be honest, guys. In case people at home don't know, you should know, we're in New York and New Jersey. We're on lockdown. We can't really go out too much. I've been ordering so much shit online. It's out of control. All right, I'll admit it. After my divorce, I'm at home living with my parents, and they keep going, save money, save money. Yeah, well, I've been saving for a car, but that's about it because I just keep ordering shit. All right, I was just saying to Freddie before we got on, I ordered the New York Giants uh draft hacks i thought that was badass so i see something and i order so if those shirts have come out a little sooner i may have ordered one just to wear here by myself watching it two nights in a row by myself first time there's no so if you guys are wondering why your face masks haven't come in from amazon it's because they're fulfilling steven's orders yo listen hit me up if you need face masks i know someone (laughs) now for me i was gonna say either that in your house one or the uh, Outsiders NWO. I mentioned that one last week. That one's pretty fresh. I like the In, the, in Your House shirt. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was a great idea. That's definitely the popular one. This might be the first time I've heard all four of us. Granted, I talk to you guys all mostly in separate conversations, but I'll actually agree on one shirt. <laughs> Maybe it's a new Sports Frenzy shirt in your house. There you go. It can be done. Freddie knows a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Who made these lovely shirts, as you guys see. On the YouTube channel, the SFP sold-out shirts. You could order these at sportsfrenzypodcast.com. Just kidding. (laughs) We can get them ordered for you. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. (laughs) Rob might have a shirt now. Everybody else has one, but Rob does not. I I was just going to say I don't have one. Got to get them in one. I mean, at the end of the day, Rob, the last people to see me and Freddie wearing this was Kenny Omega and Rob Van Dam. That's right. I actually, I actually wore mine recently. Where the hell was I though? No. Anyway, uh, by the way, Freddie, you want to jump on that outsider shirt? It's at twenty percent off right now. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time, man. If WWE.com comes out with those buy one get one for a dollar, I'm hitting all you guys up. 
Now, that's, that's the only time I ordered from them. They like swimwear. In order. Well, let me ask you guys something, though, because I know you guys are more on the rumor pages than me, so that's why I'm like, you know, not all caught up with you guys. That's why I listen to your shows for the answers. But um, Hall of Fame, is there any rumors when they're going to do that now? Summer. I thought it was SummerSlam, wasn't it? Summer okay. All right. That's and SummerSlam's up in Boston, so that that's that's the guess right now. Gotcha. Um. Anyway, moving back to the Boston. shows. Jesus. Yeah. Moving back to the shows. Um. First off, the backstage report uh, confirmed on four one one Mania. That's my source. It was The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin number three. I, so why those three were commentating that, I don't know. And then uh, let's go to Raw. I just want to throw in there, last time we were here, or I was here at least, the question was always, who's your source? And he threw the source right there on the spot. What, what groundbreaking upgrades have you guys made? Like, shit. Thanks for old time's sake. There we go. Damn. Who's your source? <laughs> we're able to focus now. Um, <laughs> damn. We've only gone off on like 20 tangents already. Um, that makes good TV. Raw got my you fucked up moment of the week. And that was when our, our boy from the Street Profits uh, did a suicide somersault out of the ring and completely planted back first onto the ramp. Montez Ford trying to get Austin Theory. Who's that on this one? I was trying to figure out the same thing. Whose mess up was that? Yeah. So somebody definitely fucked up on that. I'm trying to figure out who it actually was is the million-dollar question on that. Because it looked like um, – was it Austin Theory was outside the ring? Yeah, he was. And yeah. he looked like he was prepared. Like he, maybe he was more hurt than he let on. And uh, Montez Porter just went ahead and did his thing and didn't look to see if he was there is what it looked like to me more than anything else. But who knows? It was, yeah, I, I don't know who to blame on that one. I think Theory was probably out of position, but at the same time, Ford probably should have been looking to see what was going on there. I don't know. It was, I don't know. They, they've they put a lot on Theory, uh, especially moving him up to Raw so quickly, considering the fact that he's been jobbing out on NXT for months, and now all of a sudden he's on Raw and tag team. I thought that was kind of interesting booking. I don't understand that one, but. It's, it's because of Andrade getting hurt. Yeah. Where he got cracked rib just before Mania. It might have just been a proximity thing. He might have just been the closest guy they can get their hands on. That's probably true. I'm not going to deny that one. And I'm trying to find it, but I guess it's not here. But Montez, I guess apparently there was he actually had responded to a tweet that said he broke his back on that one. <laughs> nice. There was a ton of promos on Raw. I don't think we need to go too much in that. Still don't know what the hell a boneyard match is. They're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. They, they kind of leave you wondering what the hell uh, half this card is, but we have the encyclopedia here, so he does have all 16 matches listed. <laughs> yeah, well. Do we know what matches are on what night yet? Have they announced that at least? Or it's still just a talk? Announce, we'll if you listen on Raw, they have said a couple. I think, yeah, I think KO indicated his match was going to be on Saturday, but... correct. That might have, I think that's the only one that they might have said so far. I think, for some reason, I have a feeling Takers was Saturday, too. Well, 
I suspect Brock is going to be on Sunday because ESPN on Sunday is doing an entire like Brock showcase. They're showing all his UFC fights. They're showing his NCAA championship wrestling match. Um, and then that's supposed to lead in to the replay of last year's WrestleMania, which I'm guessing they're somehow shrunk it down to four hours. God bless them. I would have loved that when I was sitting there live for like seven hours trying to get through that night. But um, I, I, my assumption is the Brock McIntyre match will main event on Sunday. Other than that, they haven't really said. BC, I want to throw this idea out there. You have two nights worth, right? Why didn't you take those two nights and divide it Raw and SmackDown just for the hell of it if you're going to do two nights? Do a Raw night and a SmackDown night. You know, I mean, just because things are divided anyway, and I know usually WrestleMania isn't, but why don't you just do it given the circumstances? You may have had a little more order and people may understand what the hell's going on a little more. I mean, granted, you have it probably have what one or two matches where you'd have to throw them somewhere like the uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's another one that would be in the mix. Anthony would probably know if there's something else, right? I don't think there is actually. There's not much in the way of cross cross brand. I guess the women's yeah. tag team title match is the other one. Uh, Kabuki Warriors against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. You could throw that on either night since you got a Raw team versus a SmackDown team there. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What did you guys think of the promos? I know we weren't going to talk too much about them, but I thought um, Undertaker's was pretty good. Um, Edges was pretty good. I mean, I thought for, you know, for all the bad writing we've gotten in, in the recent years, I thought somebody sat down and actually wrote these pretty well. I'm wondering how much input the wrestlers had because a lot of these feuds are personal. You know, Undertaker and Styles became very personal. Edge and Orton became very personal. So I wonder if they were allowed to, you know, give some input considering the circumstances. Well, think about think about who cut the promo. I mean, Edge has been on fire with his promos. I've, I've, that's, I, there's a lot of matches, obviously. There's 16 matches. Edge and Orton's is the one I'm most invested in. Like, even after the whole, like, COVID take the crowd out kind of deal, like, I've been most invested in that. I look forward to that. Undertaker's and AJ's, like we said, we don't know what the hell this match is. And personally, the build-up is like, they've gotten personal and stuff, but I still think Edge and Randy's goes above and beyond what they've done. And I've read online that Undertaker, they're supposedly, for his last run that's going on, it's going to be a whole new Undertaker, a whole different character, supposedly. And even with this, it seems like they may be stemming away from like the regular like dead man, like caskets or whatever, but they still haven't given us enough to figure out who the hell this guy is going to be, if that is the truth. I read it's going to be like a mixture of the two. It's going to be like the, the, the dead man biker scenario. That's what I read. I mean, I would take it. I enjoyed him when he was the American Badass. Yeah. I'd be down to American Badass come back for a little bit. But you mentioned the promos. You had Heyman. You had Edge. You had KO. You had Becky Lynch. And you had Undertaker. So, with the exception of maybe Becky Lynch, you got four you got four people there that are known to be able to speak. Maybe they actually let them do their own thing. Cut their own promo. Something that annoyed me a little bit is when Becky Lynch opened the show and she's basically like, "Watch this, bitch. We know you didn't sit there and watch your entire WrestleMania match over again from the performance center. So why BS us all?" Like, it was like, here, watch the big screen. I'm going to watch with you. No, I'm not. I'm lying. 
Record the next part. It, it It's also amazing that it's been a full year and they still haven't been able to edit that ending from that match last year at WrestleMania. I watched, I watched the broadcast and I was like, are they going to do anything with the ending? Like, uh, left it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Ronda's going to be appearing on s- this weekend. Who the hell knows? I can't even say on Sunday because we don't know what night the freaking matches are going to be. I mean, I don't even think there's going to be any surprises this year, though. I don't know. The surprise is that they're actually having a show. No Jack Sparrow? Mm-mm-mm. Yo, bro, don't even, man. That that was supposedly something real. I actually read it from three different sources. One of them I could tell you was Russell's own. I don't remember the other. The other one, one of them may have been Russell Inc. too. But I saw it on more than one page, and I just think it would have been hilarious if they did that. This guy just appears. It's It's almost as good as... I don't know if you Sports Frenzy guys follow the surveys they do, but one of my votes for the greatest surprise of WrestleMania, Bill Clinton at WrestleMania 10. It probably would have topped that. Oh, God. I was at WrestleMania 10. <laughs> Did you? Were you excited for Bill Clinton, Rob? Come on, I was. <laughs> oh, God. Rob's just like, what did I sign on for? <laughs> so, Encyclopedia, we got your You Fucked Up moment of the week. What's your tweet of the week for this week? The tweet of this week has to be the one, uh, there was an interaction between Chris Jericho and Undertaker. So apparently somebody tweeted out, I am Jericho, big lawsuit incoming for Undertaker's use of Ass Clown, which Jericho said, hardly, he's the Undertaker. He can use as many of my catchphrases as he wants. To which Undertaker actually tweeted back, uh, breaking kayfabe, my bad, I am Jericho. I knew I'd heard that somewhere before. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. The Undertaker tweeting, I'm still not used to this, but that was my tweet of the week. I would have preferred him to say, you're on the list. There was jokes about that. That would have been a good one. He's a dead man going human. Yeah, but other than that, it felt like Raw, SmackDown, even NXT, if... Felt like in some respects it reminded me of old school WWF superstars. It's like, yeah, we're going to give you like one feature match and then we're just going to have jobbers most of the rest of it. I mean, not so much on SmackDown, but definitely on Raw. Even NXT, there was like a random match of two guys that I think one guy, uh, I think he only, I only remember seeing him last summer and the other guy was like, who the hell is this? Really pulling out all the stops. It should be interesting though. We do know that they've taped through next week's NXT episode, uh, which is we're going to have that six women ladder match and we're going to have the last Gargano Ciampa match. Uh, after that, we're not sure what the story is. Florida now has the stay at home order. So we're really, I think we're down. I think now we're down to probably less seven or less States that haven't instituted that. Cause now Georgia, which is where AEW recorded from last night, that's on the list too. So I, think they're running out of time and what i thought was interesting with aew is they're advertising matches for two weeks from now and i'm saying to myself if you don't have any place to record this why even advertise that far out i could understand one week but they announced the title match for two weeks from now already yeah we might get a hiatus coming soon from from wrestling all come at least for two or three week period I think it could be longer than that, but the other side, you know what? That might be a blessing in disguise because the ratings seem to be dropping on all the wrestling shows now. I mean, is wrestling not as considered essential? 
Not anymore. Maybe maybe SmackDown after- certainly isn't. <laughs> but um, I know Raw had under two million viewers this week. Uh, the numbers for Dynamite just came in. They averaged six hundred eighty-five thousand. That's a low for them this year. And NXT was down to five hundred ninety thousand. So wait, NXT was that low with this being their takeover card? I'm watching it right now as we speak on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month, or you could get it for free right now. The only match that was actually supposed to be from Takeover is the very last one, and they the four one one Mania stopped posting the quarterly breakdown, so I don't know what was the highest rated segment. But I think the fact of the matter is maybe the fans are fed up with the fact that they're still running these shows, knowing the stay at home orders and. People's trying to take it more seriously across the board. Why are they still doing these shows? I mean, even AEW, they went back to having the wrestlers around the ring, and I was like, is this really social distancing? I mean, the, <laughs> Britt Baker, <laughs> a few times she was like, wrestlers were coming by, and she's like, six feet, six feet. I'm going to say it loud and clear. The reason for all this, and the reason the numbers are low, it's Carol Baskin's fault. It's Carol fucking- <laughs> she did it to the Tiger King Joe Exotic, and now she's doing it to Russell. What this bitch. Gosh. Sorry I had to put it out there like that, but there you go. What a dirty wench she is. Well, supposedly AEW still has another option if Georgia doesn't if they can't record in Georgia. I don't know where what's left. What are we it's going to be is like the UFC. Carol's farm? The moon. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be like the UFC with Saudi Arabia. Oh, wait, no, they can't do that either. Yeah. That entire thing is falling apart. Khabib can't get out. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Well, that's not too far from where Khabib is. Now, before we get to the mania stuff, we had uh, we spoke about it last week because we talked about the dark side of the ring, the Benoit episode. This week was New Jack. I refuse to watch it because I just can't stand the dude. So I'll leave I'll leave it open to you guys who did. So take the floor, gentlemen. Stevie, did you watch it? I still got I still got twenty minutes to go. Like I but I I was the guy just really does not give a shit. And I appreciate someone like that. Some of his promos and stuff that he did early on and they showed that when he was with uh, Jim Cornette's production, uh, whatever, whatever the hell it's called, Encyclopedia. Thank you. Um, when he was at Smoky Mountain, like some of the things he was saying, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> dude had no no chill factor. But um, yeah, I'm not completely through it yet. I was watching it up until uh, we started this, and uh, I look forward to finishing it after the fact because I was uh, pretty much into it. I mean, it's. It's one of the episodes this season I'm looking forward to. Benoit's has been the best album all so far, but we still got Owen Hart and Tino Bravo to come. Like this is looks like it's going to be a good season. What do you guys think of uh, New Jacks? Um, well, first of all, just to put an exclamation point on the Benoit episode, I can't believe how emotional I still got after all this time. And yeah. like, I did not know like like he broke her back. I like I did not know all that, so I mean I couldn't. I was literally sitting there, like, getting all welled up. I really – they did an outstanding job. You know, I, I did not know about Daniel and, and the sister. And, I mean, what a great, great storyline. You know, what a great finish. 
and then you get to New Jack. And New Jack is a piece of shit. My, my favorite part about New Jack is every story is I was high on coke. Every story starts with he was high on coke. And as of St. Anthony today, I think I said, um, if the Sandman is your only guy backing you up, you you really have gone down a bad path, and there's no redemption for you. That's true. He's just you know, not a good person. And you know I that Crispin he, got, he stayed employed all this time. Yeah. But back real quick to what you said, the Crispin Watt episode. Like, when they're getting to the point of the murders and stuff, like, I'm sitting there, like, I'm not getting emotional. I was getting scared, yo. I'm just, like, sitting there. I'm like, whoa, this seems too real. Like, by far, the only documentary that's I'm sitting there, like, oh, my God. Like, this is some serious stuff we're watching here. It's rough. I almost felt like the Sandman. I, I, I don't know necessarily that he agreed with everything he was doing. He was just like so, I don't know, coked or drunk out of his mind that he wanted to see how far this psycho would take it. How this guy is not in jail, I have no idea. I mean, the mass transit incident notwithstanding, but the Vic Grimes segment, that actually made me cringe even worse. When Yeah, I mean, he admitted to trying to kill him. Yeah. It's like seriously, and then and then he beats up the seventy year old guy, and well, then no, a lot... he stabbed the guy, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, and then the guy go yeah. To, so the story went: the last guy was some in wrestler Florida. in red. Yeah, some yeah. guy in Florida read something or other, and he actually, I guess the guy they were trying it sounded like they were trying to play in the match out, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and the guy just like. It was all of a sudden, it was like it became real to him that, oh my god, I'm facing New Jack, this guy's nuts. Uh, and he kind of stormed out of the room, so New Jack actually had, like, it looked like Wolverine claws, and he pulled it out of his pocket while the guy was, hold, like, muscling him up against the ropes and started stabbing the crap out of the guy. Ended up stabbing him nine times. He's telling us when he got arrested, the cops, like, came in with guns, they're cuffing him, and they're like, we got reports that you stabbed him 17 times, and, the, and New Jack's like, no, it was only nine. And then... The guy, this guy, this rustler red, whatever his name is, comes to the jail and says, yo, I'll drop all the charges. We'll go on tour and we'll make a feud out of this. The guy, the guy drops the charges. New Jack said, I went home. I grabbed all my shit. I got the hell out of Florida after that. (laughs) Like, how the fuck does four times this guy got off? It's unbelievable. And then, the, and then the, the, the very last thing they asked him is, if there was a movie about you called New Jack, how would you want to attend? What would be that last scene with you? And he goes, me in a wheelchair with my Coke. Yeah, everything was Coke. But it was like, he got so into the character. It was like he couldn't separate, it was either he couldn't separate reality from fiction or he just didn't give a fuck. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so I uh, got a lot of WrestleMania stuff to talk with, but... Um, Let's start with the picks because we got 16 matches to go through, gentlemen. We're doing our picks. Hold on, hold on. Let's uh, let's bring oh. it in for the two. Hold on. Okay. All right. Yeah. So for those of you that have not paid attention before, uh, Freddie has to show off every time we do the picks with his plastic <laughs> his toy belt. Toys R Us. I like it. The reigning defending champion is here. It's time for me to make my picks. Is Stephen watching male porn over there? Let me just, let me just get a real belt. Now wait a minute. I feel a little left out. Hold on a minute. You guys all suck. Oh my bad. This is a real belt. 
not my not my favorite belt, but at least I have one. No, Rob wins. Look what Rob has. If that's a smoking skull, it definitely wins. Yeah, right. It is. Too sure. <laughs> Anthony, if you want, Anthony, if you want, go over to your work pants and you could take off your doctor's belt and throw it over your shoulder real quick. <laughs> just, just so you feel tired, bro. Freddie, just to let you know, I'm coming for you. Okay. I think I got one of those $20 belts from Target up in my attic. I'm not going for it. You guys enjoy. The last one to hold this belt was Stevie G, and that was over a year ago. So, you know. I mean, is, can I say that maybe you're still holding it because I disappeared? No. No, my lead was my lead was pretty high once you left. Yeah, if you look through the doc, Steve, he, he was way ahead of us when you stopped. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, all right, so we'll start with the picks, then we'll talk some fun WrestleMania stuff, hopefully. All right, first off, um, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, we have one half of Heavy Machinery, Otis, going one-on-one with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, let's, let's go with the newest member of the team. We're going to start off with Rob and put him on the spot first. Can I say who cares? You could. You're just going to give up points by doing that. You're also stealing Stevie G's gimmick. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that, but um, I'm going to say um, Otis is going to win. Okay. And now that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I'm seconding that. I'm going with Otis there, too. Okay. Stevie G? Wait, wait, let's change the rules this time around. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. When it comes to the picks. Because my man is so cocky, and the way you guys said last week that he's definitely going to retain or whatever, he picks first each match. Oh, that's fine. No shame. <laughs> he can get all 16 <laughs> wrong, and you he's still going to. But I'm not dropping this. I'm going to hold on to this. Are you not? He said, and then I'll just. That belt's going to look nice in my house. I mean, so- no, Rob, Rob, it's not because it's a Toys R Us belt, bro. Yeah, Rob. If you really want one, they're selling them at Target now. <laughs> yeah, they are. yeah, yeah. Fre- Freddie was all proud of himself. Toys R Us is going out of business. He buys that belt. Little did he know Target was going to have it like three months later for half the price he paid. Come on, no, that's I real. Mine. I got mine for forty bucks, so I'm still good. With it. Yeah, I've seen it for lower than that in Target now. But anyway, um, Target, I've always seen it for a hundred. If it goes lower, I would just love to buy one to slam over someone's head. <laughs> Didn't we break enough stuff in our parents' house growing up? Hey, you know, we could do a watch-along with you and your brother's wrestling videos. <laughs> yeah, Steve, he's got, he, he somehow got his hands on all of them. Somehow. No. Some careless man. Yeah. I lent him a bunch of DVDs, and he's sitting there like, oh, by the way, I was watching the matches you and your brother used to tape. They're terrible. And I looked at him. I said, that's impossible. He's like, why? And I said, because I didn't give you those discs. And he t- we're at work. He turns his computer towards me, and I- there's you and I fighting on it. And I looked at him, and my mouth dropped. He goes, yeah, you forgot one. We're going to do a watch-along well, one of those, listen. I think. Whatever, whatever the case of that may be, I could definitely see Anthony like slipping in. Like, Freddie, could you picture him like, <laughs> wanting Rob to see it and he's at home waiting by the phone like oh I hope he calls me and tells me I saw it <laughs> Rob had already seen it I had already shown him those videos I, I can't unsee it <laughs> but yet he kept them yeah but wait so you weren't impressed by my 8 foot ladder fall from the top to my face and messing my nose up that was impressive 
Freddy, he goes up to the top, gives the double bird, screams F you, and then the ladder slipped out from under him and he face plants. Uh, that's going to be right. the next watch along. Once WWE goes on a hiatus, the Jew for Brothers watch along. Freddy, Freddy, just keep in mind, though, that face plant happened and Anthony kept trying to throw me back in the house to clean my bloody face up. And I kept coming back out and I did not stop. I just kept going, even though my face was in pain. Just to add an additional show after WrestleMania, I also was hit by a chair on MTV. All right, I need a clip. I want to see the clip. Yes, it's true. And for everybody listening, we have a very special guest coming on with us next week. We will have the creator of Dream Match Tees coming on with us next week. So a little added information there for you guys. Okay, so anyway, Stevie G, your pick? Um, I'm totally thrown off right now. Otis, I'm going with Otis. You're going with Otis. Okay, I'm, and I guess across the board we're going to have the same pick as I'm going with Otis, um, partially due to the fact that there was actually an article on 411 Mania that had the worst win-loss records at WrestleMania, and Dolph Ziggler is 1-7, and, and he's never had a singles match. This is his first. Go figure. Next. Next. Okay, so... Uh, we're not going to do this in order of importance. No, actually, you know what? We'll go. We'll we'll try to we'll try to give you some importance from least to on its way up. We'll go with Elias versus King Corbin. Go ahead, Freddie. I walk with Elias here. I'm taking Elias. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to go with Baron Corbin or King Corbin. Okay. Stevie G. I, I I walk with Elias too. There's no way I'd uh, ever go with Corbin for anything. Okay. Um. I usually walk with Elias, but it seems like every time I pick against Corbin in a match like this, he ends up freaking winning. I think we're going back to the King of the Ring final, so I'm gonna go against Elias on this one and say Corbin. Corbin needs a win. He's been losing too much lately. Well, he's a heel. That's the job. I just hate Corbin's character so fucking much. What an asshole. <laughs> he does it well. Okay. Uh, next match. Uh, another one that actually I'm a little surprised we haven't even seen one of the competitors in this one in over a month. And the rumor is he actually had COVID-19 and recovered. So how he got a match, I don't know. That's a rumor. Don't take that as fact. But uh, we got Bobby Lashley going one-on-one with Aleister Black. Wait, Bobby Lashley had it? That's the rumor. I don't know if I I mean... It. I would believe it because you haven't seen him in God knows how long, right? He's too busy banging Lana. I mean, I I think I had COVID too, but, you know, that's just based off of articles I read that uh, supposedly there's a different version of it in December and January, and I felt some of those symptoms. And I went to the doctor. I have the notes right here where they tested me for strep and flu, and they had no – they had no diagnosis for me and told me basically to go home and lay down. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to die. Thanks. Missed three days of work during training for that. But anyways, Freddie, say it. Say that line I've been waiting for. We, we, we. Wait, was that the sheet for your Bruce Jenner surgery that you went through? Or was that a different one? Wow. You're never going to get through these picks. If you want to like see what they tested for, since you don't believe me, 
Wait, um, is my social on there? Oh shit. <laughs> Don't. All right, let's get through the picks. Let's no one violated any HIPAA laws when he held the results up to the screen himself. Yeah. Well, they are for myself at least, so I can't get fired. Okay. Anyway, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Ready? Uh, I've got Alistair Black all day long. Rob? Alistair Black. Okay. Stevie G? Um, yeah, I'm going Alistair Black, too. Bobby Lashley, another person I don't respect. Okay, across the board, Alistair Black. All right. Big shock there. God, I hope they don't re-sign him next year. Um, okay, uh, next up, Intercontinental Championship. We have Sami Zayn defending against Daniel Bryan. This was out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I don't even know how Sami Zayn got that damn belt, but uh, yeah, Freddie, you first. He did. He. Well, who did he pick? Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay. I would go Daniel Bryan too. I think Rob went Daniel Bryan also. Well. I'm just going to say I went back and forth on this one a couple of times because Sami Zayn just basically won this belt. And I can see them wanting to drag this feud out a little bit. So in one scenario, I could see where he could win. But I think Daniel Bryan takes it. I mean, I could see interference coming in and him keeping the belt. And, you know, they, you know the feud must continue. Yeah. I get, uh, you know, and I'm curious, is this a filler? Because the way the storyline was building up, would have thought Braun Strowman would have gotten a rematch here, um, and that didn't happen, and we know why, uh, which we'll probably be talking about in a few minutes anyway. Um, for that reason, and the fact that now Daniel Bryan apparently wants to go part-time, I'm going to actually go opposite and say Sami Zayn. So I guess I'm going against you guys on that one. All right. Women's Tag Team Championship match. We have the Kabuki Warriors defending against the former champions, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Don't all jump at once. Nikki Cross and Bliss. Asuka is currently one of my favorite wrestlers. I'm going with the Kabuki Warriors. Note that, folks. Rob actually admitted he likes a woman wrestler. And I said I liked Asuka. No, I'm just kidding. I just love her character. I think she's... uh, I love how her commentary... She just yells and rants and goes crazy. And they're like, yeah, you know, they're agreeing with her. Jerry Lawler's like, yeah, you know, I agree with you. You're right. I love it. She's just entertaining as hell. You see, that's like when she comes out and she does that screaming thing, I sit there and I'm like, yo, if I'm watching this and like say people are at my house who aren't wrestling fans or something like that, like that's one of those moments when it's like, all right, I'm embarrassed I'm watching this right now. I'm sorry that I made you guys watch this. Like, <laughs> I I hate what you're saying. I mean, even being here, if there's any people in the house that I'm in right now, I like shut the door because I don't want them to wonder, like, is he watching wrestling or a bad Godzilla movie? Um, no such thing so, as bad Godzilla movies. <laughs> Tell my wife that. She was ready to walk out of the last one. With that said, though, I'm going Alexa Bliss. Um, that's my girl. We got the cutout. She's in my storage unit, and she guards it every day. And I carefully placed her in the storage unit for you. No, she's in the storage unit before you got up there. So There's photographic proof of it. It's on the Sports Frenzy Instagram. <laughs> Okay, um, anyway, I'm going to go Kabuki Warriors. I think they're going to retain here. Uh, all right. 
the matches seem to get better and better, but uh, before we get there, um, there's one match that I'm not sure what the story is, and it's for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles. It's a ladder match, and it's supposed to be The Miz and John Morrison defending against The New Day and The Usos. Now, the reason why I'm not sure about this match is one of the stories that is out, the whole situation with Roman Reigns bailing out, um, trying to protect himself, partially was... It stemmed from the Usos being upset that The Miz was even wrestling because apparently The Miz was sick. Um, there's a rumor that the match is actually going to be just John Morrison against one of the Usos, which doesn't make sense to me because why would New Day not be involved? I don't quite understand what they're doing here. I would think that the belts would stay on Miz and Morrison, but if Miz is really sick, are they really going to do that? I don't know. Um, you want to just drop the match? No. That's another option. I mean, we don't even know who we're picking. And for what? Yeah. I mean, you could say Miz and Morrison retain or not. I mean, that's really... Yeah. Yeah, well, you could... Yeah, or if somebody actually picks the New Day, then by default, if it becomes a one-on-one, it'll be whoever faces Morrison. We'll do it that way. Uh, Freddy? Usos. Of course. There's not many Samoans on this card. I'm going with Usos. All right. Rob? Uh, I'm going to go with Morrison, I guess. Okay. Steve? I'm a Miz fan, so I'll Miz and Morrison all day. And uh, I'm going to agree with you on that. So Freddie's trying to extend his lead. Just be happy, Freddie. There's no Battle Royals this year for us to have a chance of catching up. I'll just wave to you guys from the top. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we want next? No, that one we'll save towards the end. Uh, oh, I think this one's a gimme. The Raw Tag Team Championship match. The Street Profits defending against Austin Theory and Angel Garza. <laughs> Should I just put Street Profits across the board and save us the trouble? Yep. You might as well. Yep. Okay. All right. All in agreement there. No shock. I'm, all, I'm surprised with all the tag teams they had on Raw a couple months ago. They couldn't find one to put in this spot. But anyway. I heard the right. Ascension aren't busy. Yeah, well. All right. Uh, okay, next one. We'll go with the NXT Women's Championship. We have Rhea Ripley defending against Charlotte Flair. Freddie? I'm going to take I'm gonna take Rhea Ripley. Okay. Uh, Rob, you want to go up next? Yeah, I think uh, Ripley should win. Charlotte does not need this win. She doesn't need an NXT title run. I don't see what the point of her winning would be. You know, the part that I struggle with here is the fact that every time I pick against Charlotte at WrestleMania, she seems to win, and I feel like that's probably the case here. I mean, I don't know. You have someone that's been on the main roster like Charlotte, and she's going to drop to Rhea Ripley. Unless you're going to move Rhea Ripley up to that main roster quickly, I just don't see it happening. Um I, I'm I'm gonna go against you guys and say Charlotte. Uh, well, trust me, that pains me. I don't really like her at all, but I don't see what what uh, it what it serves to have Charlotte win. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, I didn't see what it served to have her beat Oscar a couple of years ago. If you have Charlotte win, though, 
the reason why I would love to see that is because then it boots her ass back to NXT and I don't have to watch her on Raw or SmackDown anymore. So if that's the end game, I would rather watch her win and uh, go back to NXT and flaunt your stuff down there because I'd rather watch AEW anyway. All right, well, that was a given. All right, Drew for Brothers picking alike. Wow. Okay, go with the Boneyard match, The Undertaker against AJ Styles. To match that no one knows what it entails. Uh, Taker? I don't know. Could this be his last match? It doesn't really do anything for AJ whether he wins or loses, so I'm going to go with Taker. I'm going to go with Taker, too, and I don't think it's his last match. I hope I hope this is not how they would send him off. You know, I hate but this supposedly match. But a farewell tour, I heard. When this match was announced, I said I was going to pick AJ Styles. Rob even heckled me for it, and that's what I was thinking because it's Undertaker, it's WrestleMania. Um, now that it's a Boneyard match, and they've really had AJ insult the living crap out of Undertaker and made it as personal as they did, um, I don't think this is Undertaker's last hurrah. That might have been the plan originally, but I think this whole thing with the show being at the uh, Performance Center changed it. Um so I'm going to I'm going to agree with everybody here. I'm going to say Undertaker. Um Rob I hated the setup for this. I hate the fact that Undertaker's beating up three guys. You know, uh, after his dismal showing against Goldberg and I love AJ Styles. I hate he's being sacrificed, but I you know, Undertaker's going to win. All right. Steve, Steve stop making out with your girlfriend. <laughs> wow. All right, what's the next match? <laughs> so it's a fatal five-way elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Bailey defending against Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. <laughs> Tamina got on freaking WrestleMania. I guess. I guess maybe that backs up the rumor that Carmella and Corey Graves also have COVID nineteen. Um, anyway, wait, who has COVID? Supposedly Corey Graves and Carmella. That's why we haven't seen Corey Graves commentate in a few weeks, and we haven't seen Carmella in several weeks as well. But what you recall, he's he. I guess they pre-taped those uh, those WrestleMania uh, in betweens, if you will, on ESPN because he's on every week for that. Yeah, that's true too. That's very true. I don't know. I, I I don't know. This is what I read. I don't know if I believe that. I mean, today they there was a video of Carmella and Corey Graves that they posted where she. That one, that new thing, that seems to be the cool thing to do where the guy's kind of standing there like this and the girl kind of climbs all over him. I don't understand the purpose of that, but anyway. Um, can we get back to the pick now? Who the hell is going to win the SmackDown Women's Championship? I got Bailey. What clowns are in this again? Seems like an irrelevant match to me. Yeah. Bailey, C. Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. Um, I mean, I don't know if I expressed this before, you know, my hiatus, but, um, I'm really on the Lacey Evans train. Um, I appreciate who she is as a character, kind of think she's hot too, even when she's out of makeup and I appreciate what she does outside the ring. So I'm going to go with Lacey Evans. Now, before we go on to whoever we're picking next, this is another idea. 
instead of having a Raw and SmackDown version of Mania, another thing is, why don't you do a weaker night and the stronger match night even? Just so if Saturday had some of these crappy matches on, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not wasting my Saturday. I'll just waste Sunday. The problem is they're giving the option to order each night separately or as one if you're dumb enough to order it on cable, which I do know one person that will do that. And it's actually your buddy that we went to MSG with. Oh, shit. Still, what a clown. Still orders everything on cable. What a clown. Yeah. The one who tested the theories of the encyclopedia. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was excited for that, but he just lost some points. Yeah. He could get WrestleMania for free if he signs up now. Yeah. He, he, yeah, his excuse is, I don't want to create another account with my email address. I don't like that shit. I, he's the reason why we had paper tickets for that show. I had to pay for the mail order because of him. Hmm. I don't do mobile. Anyway, Rob, go ahead. Uh, is there any division sadder than the SmackDown women's division? I mean, Tamina? Naomi? Ugh. Oh, for a second I thought he was picking Tamina. I was like, no. really? Um, I'm going to go with Bailey. The only person I would even consider picking other than her would be Sasha Banks. But I think Bailey's still going to retain. And that's exactly who I'm picking, actually, is Sasha Banks. I think they, they've kind of hinted at it uh, when... She and Bailey have been in the ring, and Bailey's hinting at, uh, we're a team, and Sasha kind of has the smirk on her face, like, yeah, uh-huh. We'll see. Um, at least the plus side, this being an elimination match, which I, I think this is better when you have a multi-person match. I hate it when it's one fall to a finish. So at least we'll we'll get one definitive winner. Of course, just like everything else with this card, they might change everything last minute. So we'll see. Um all right, next one. Uh, let's go with KO versus Seth Rollins. Uh, this was a match that I think we've known since November. It was definitely coming. I was really excited for this because I thought this would be like one of the top matches, and it kind of fell in the mid card the way things are going now. And I actually, in some respects, think this might have taken too long to get here. But that being said, uh, Freddie, Le Champion, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going with KO in this one. Of course I'm going Kevin Owens. We already know I support the fat people. (laughs) Rob? Uh, I agree with Anthony. I think this build has been way too long. Too many people have fallen off. Uh, And now you're just like, get this match over with. So, yeah, it's KO. Okay, across the board we're going with KO because I'm not picking against him. Uh, Especially with the last promo Seth caught where he basically said KO hasn't done crap at WrestleMania. Um, it almost feels like to me like Seth Rollins is in that Triple H role uh, the last few years where every once in a while Triple H puts someone else over that's up and coming. Um, hopefully I thought I you were going to say that. he's banging Stephanie too. No, 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 no. Well, no, he, no that's uh, – well, Triple H, Stephanie, Becky, and Seth – no, I don't even want to imagine that. All right, anyway, um, Firefly Funhouse match which I guess we'll find out tomorrow on SmackDown what this means. But John Cena is back, and he's facing The Fiend. I got The Fiend in this one. Cena's going to come back and um, not put Bray Wyatt over. All right. Yeah, it's it's about time in John Cena's career that uh you know he's trying to blow up like The Rock, which will never reach his standard. Um, you know they delayed Fast and the Furious Nine for uh so long, but realistically, um 
I was iffy about his performance anyway, but back to the subject at hand, Bray Wyatt all the way. And then I would love it if Bray Wyatt, even though it's not a rule anymore, came on on the next day and told Goldberg he wanted his rematch clause, even though they don't have that anymore, and then just takes it to Goldberg. That would be my dream scenario. Well, I don't think we're going to get that lucky. lucky. Uh, Rob? Uh, The Fiend. Okay. And all right, across the board, we're going with The Fiend. I can't really see how The Fiend would lose to a fireman's carry after being uh, speared 20 times, right. kicked in the head 50 times. I can't see him pinning, pin, being pinned by a fireman's carry. Well, he got pinned by the jackhammer after, like, just three spears. But Okay, anyway, I'm going to agree with you. I don't see why Cena would come back just to get a win over The Fiend, and especially the fact that it's a Firefly Funhouse match. Um Hopefully, you know what? This could be just as entertaining as the match uh, Bray had with Randy Orton. What was that? The House of Horrors match or something like several years ago on Backlash? All right. Um, here's another match that I think across the board we're going to end up picking the same thing. Uh, last Man Standing, Edge is back, and he's facing off against Randy Orton. Should I just put Edge across the board? Yeah. yeah. Adam Copeland. Shh. We're not supposed to use real... Oh, no, wait. They're using real names all over the place now on the show. All right. Uh, Raw Women's Championship. We got Becky Lynch, who's coming up on one year as champion, defending against former NXT champion Shayna Baszler. Man, as much as I want to pick Shayna Baszler here, there's been a lot of titles changing hands, and there's still... A few more to come, so I'm going with Becky Lynch. I'm going with Becky Lynch all the way. Let this girl have the belt even longer because none of the other women in the Royal Locker Room, including Shayna Baszler coming over, are even relevant to her anymore. Like, she seriously, like, she's one of those reasons some people still watch Raw. So keep the belt on her a little longer. Let Let us have a women's champion that goes over a year and see how long she could go with it. Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna Baszler beats beats her beats her badly, and then we start the program of Becky making her way back up to the title. I'm glad to hear someone else agree with me because I totally agree with you on that. I think the build for Shayna Baszler going back as far as Survivor Series is just why would you go through all this just to have her job out to Becky? Yeah, the Raw Women's Division is weak. But Shayna winning it now, that would at least reset some things. You have some new faces she could defend against. Uh, who the hell knows? I mean, Ronda Rousey was spotted at Titan Tower in the last month. Maybe she's going to be involved. The fact that they replayed that match from last year and showed the fact that they fucked up the pin is really interesting. There was, If you're trying to build Becky up, why would you show that? Why wouldn't you have edited that? Um, yeah, but I, uh, I edited it already happened. They do, they've done it before. I mean, Shayna Baszler, like, she's so... She's the whole reason I hated Elimination Chamber. Like, I hated her dominance, which, you know, I get it. They're trying to make her look badass and stuff. But Elimination Chamber, in my opinion, like, I want to see I want to see a match where girls are pinning each other. Not one person pins the entire, uh, you know, the entire group, if you will. I want to I see some crazy-ass moments, but not, like, this girl tossing other girls around like ragdolls. Like, you know, in a porn fantasy, I'm sure that could be great. But there's nothing attractive about Shayna Baszler that I would ever masturbate to. So therefore, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I nothing, no, I nothing, nothing, no, I don't. Ugh, 
gosh, if she was the last person on Earth, like the human race would be screwed because I wouldn't touch her. But uh, yeah, so I'm not really a Shannon Baszler fan. Like a, a perfect ending for me, if you had to make it so Shayna Baszler could look badass and win a month from now or something like that, just to give uh, Becky Lynch that uh, that 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 year mark, if you will. Yo, have Ronda Rousey come in like her little badass self, be talking shit about the crappy pin last year, and then have Becky Lynch roll Baszler up for another crappy pin just to add insult to injury, and then Baszler could beat her next month. Like, let, let, let Becky have it for a year. How many days for a year, Encyclopedia? I know you have the date right here in the front of your brain. Well, I, no, I don't. Um... You went to WrestleMania. What does that have to do with anything? That doesn't mean... Look, I'm not a Becky Lynch fan. I'm not going to sit there and memorize how long her t- title reign's been. No, but I'm saying, like, what was the date of WrestleMania last year? Isn't it coming up on a year? I mean, is it right? It's right there. Say. Yeah, it's right about there. I was going to say, if she makes it to Sunday, it'll be 366 days. Yo, let's go. Uh, Yeah, and it's also a leap year, so yeah, she's she'll hit 365 on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, personally, I just... Oh, Shayna Baylor, whatever the fuck her name is, she's just disgusting. She is so disgusting, and I hate her teeth. Like seriously, like <laughs> what's what's the next match? What are we no, wait, for? hold on, hold on. Let's like go here real quick, Freddie. <laughs> I want you to think about this, okay? Let's say one of you yahoos was dating Shayna Baszler, and she, she, you're having a moment, you're making out with her the whole freaking nine, right? And she drops to her knees. Let me tell you something. I would run out of the fucking room because I wouldn't know if my dick would come out of it alive, all right? All right. Next match up on the card? Wait, wait. wait, so my question is, he's just said if any one of us was making out with Shayna Baszler, so what, are you standing there watching? <laughs> no, I'm not putting myself in that category. I don't even want to be in that category. Yeah, so I, I, I got a little was... worried there for a minute. I'm like, why are you in the room? <laughs> no, I'm not. No one, no one stated I was in the room, first off. You did? No, I, I didn't say that. I said if one of you guys were and she dropped to her knees in front of you, I never said anything about me being in the room. I was throwing you guys on the bus like it was happening to no, you. but then you said you, would, you, said you, you said were going to run leave out the room. of the room, though. No, I'm saying it. Oh, yeah. I guess I would. <laughs> oh, man. It's moments like these that your podcast has been missing, okay? YouTube, you guys can see Stevie G's lovely bed set as he's there. As he's thinking about Shayna Baszler. It's all Tommy Hilfiger, ladies and gentlemen. These, these hey, a lot of, uh, including some wizards, moms. But anyways, go on. Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre all the way, and I, I'm just going to throw this out there. It sucks. It better not be he's a Shannon Baszler thing again. Yeah, for real. No, 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 my thing with Drew McIntyre is I feel bad. This is the one guy I feel bad for because of this whole COVID thing. He's not going to have that moment, that moment when you have 60, 70,000 people. I feel about this over and over again. He's not going to have that moment to raise that belt in front of those 60, 70,000 people. So I think out of everyone on this show, he's the man who's getting robbed out of this whole freaking ordeal because this match, like so many people were looking forward to it. His performance at the Royal Rumble, unprecedented. It, <laughs> I feel so bad for this guy, but 
Drew is taking it, just not the way that we all wanted to see him take it. He's going to take it in an empty house, raise the belts, and probably deep down be like, damn, this sucks. They should just play Akon Lonely when he holds the belt up at this point. Uh, I'll follow it up with Drew McIntyre. <laughs> any 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 reason why you want to get into? It? You know, it has to do with it has to do with China Baszler. Teeth. <laughs> I've listened to the shows. I respected your opinion, so you brought up China Baszler. Damn it! <laughs> so disgusting. Um. And I swear, if you ever get me a cardboard cut out of her, I will burn it wherever you have. <laughs> let's see if she, I, I doubt WWE even produced those, but uh, you never know. It's like a PD is about to check. <laughs> they should have Shanna Baszler face Ruby Riot. Yo, I would oh, listen. I would sexually take down Ruby Riot. Any, <laughs> any, <laughs> any, yeah, I would grab her by her little oh, ball. Listen. No, let's 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 play a game, okay? If you had to choose one, you had to take one of them: Ruby Riot or Shayna Baszler. Who are you taking? I'm going Ruby Riot in a heartbeat. I'm cutting my own throat. Nope, you have to choose one. No, you have to choose one, guys. This is a game. Come on now. So anyway, I don't know if they're gonna bother putting the belt on Drew because do you think do you think they could potentially Save this for when they're actually back. No, you no. guys don't think so. Across no. the board, it's no. definitely yeah. no. totally anticlimactic if they give it to them some other if, time. Yeah, if but how many were... times did we think that they were like they were a couple of years ago? We thought Roman for sure was going to win, and then Brock won, and everyone was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Not that anybody cared because no one wanted to see Roman win except for Freddie. Um... <laughs> Mac guitar all the way. Yo, if they were going to save this for another show or something, then they should have made this show a glorified house show more than some of it already is, and they should have delayed WrestleMania till like, June or July and given a moment. Okay? Bro, stop flipping the bird. I'm usually the one having your back on this whole shit, so stop. You're, you're, you're so excited to have me back. Jeez. So, Wikipedia, who do you got here? Did we, did I'm, we get I'm no, you didn't. I'm I'm really torn on this one because I would I don't see the why they couldn't wait at this point. I mean, they're even joking about it themselves. We talked about it in the opening. We have a WrestleMania in your house shirt out available, uh, special order only. Uh, you know, on this like Shayna would tear up his penis. All right, I'm just going to say Drew just so we can move on because <laughs> and then the the unknown we have Roman Reigns challenging Goldberg. Oh wait, no, that's not going to happen cuz Roman freaking told us it's not going to happen even though WWE hasn't caught up. Uh so and he had a good explanation. You got to give him that. It was a very well thought out explanation. No, I, I don't disagree with him. I what I and I said this last week, my the thing I found out was the timing of it. What happened all of a sudden that he appeared on a few episodes of SmackDown at the PC and then all of a sudden out of the blue. And it could be that whole thing with The Miz, the rumor that Miz was sick and he was trying to make a point. I mean, if there's anyone that could get away with it, it's wrong. I mean, it's nice to see a main eventer actually stand up to Vince in this bullshit. There was an entire Forbes article that came out early this week that said the biggest problem WWE has is Vince McMahon. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing. Um... 
You see, it's not just maybe the Miz. I mean, just in general, I feel like everyone in the United States, for example, everyone was just kind of like, oh, whatever, coronavirus, coronavirus. But then as it gets more serious, people are like, oh, shit, you know, and they're realizing and they're changing their lifestyles and things like that. And maybe that's another reason why he did it. I don't know if you guys also read this. Supposedly, Brock Lesnar went at Vince McMahon over his spot for recording WrestleMania because he wanted his spot moved towards the beginning. Cause he wanted to do his spot and get the hell out of there and get himself out of like, you know, harm's way. And he went into Vince McMahon's office and he had words with him and he spoke on behalf of like the entire roster. I think that one, cause I know Anthony's looking right now. I think that one was on wrestling Inc's website. I read that like yesterday, the day before that Brock Lesnar, like went in, on Vince McMahon, there was like some sort of altercation where he like called him out face to face and walked out kind of deal. Like, cause he just wanted his match moved to an earlier slot for recording. Cause he wanted out. You might've broken that story. Cause I don't see that anywhere. Um, but, but Brock, Brock did have diverculitis while he was UFC champion. So does he have a compromised immune system? That, that's like, that is a good point. Um, but at the same time, he's another one that has enough clout that could have said to Vince, no, fuck you, I'm not doing this. And that's not that's not what happened, at least in his case. Um, anyway, so spoiler alert, if you're actually watching this before SmackDown, Braun Strowman's going to step in and face Goldberg. There's some storyline that's going to air. Sorry. Wait. So Braun Strowman versus Goldberg. Freddie? Braun Strowman. Stevie G. Oh my God! Yeah, I guess I guess it's Strowman's time. I mean, I don't, I really don't care if uh, you know, he does it in an empty arena or not. There's no, I mean, that's what sucks, you know, like with the whole Roman Reigns pulling out. Yeah, you, you really have no time for a build. Yeah. So there's no nothing to invest in this. So I'm I'm just gonna go Braun Strowman because I feel like you know. Goldberg was probably only supposed to be back for two or three matches or some bullshit. You know how he is. Yep. Well, he, he's got to go to Saudi Arabia and drop Undertaker on his head or some shit. Rob? Strowman. Strowman, okay. So across the board, we all think that despite the last-minute change, it's still going to be Strowman. Goldberg's contract probably doesn't allow him to go beyond that. All right, so those are our picks. Um, before we wrap up, uh, we wanted to talk about some WrestleMania topics, all-time WrestleMania stuff. So first, I'm going to pop over to the Instagram. Uh, earlier this week, we asked people what their favorite WrestleMania is. And uh, we had Aaron Boyd, who we had on the show last month, WrestleMania 22. Um, Rob Valentin, 86. My basement in 1997. Bro, I don't want to know what you were doing in your mom's basement. Really? I don't know, bro. That, yeah. Uh, Miguel Usma. Uh, Freddie, correct me. How do you pronounce that? Luisma. Luisma. Thank you. He said 17. And then Stevie G as a joke actually answered. Steve, what did you say was your favorite WrestleMania? WrestleMania by far. WrestleMania 9. <laughs> okay. Yo, there was something about Bobby Heenan coming in a camel backwards. It does the job, right? <laughs> and the giant Gonzalez? Come on. Undertaker's greatest WrestleMania match. Nice. All right. Um, now that being said, uh, let's we. Now, in all seriousness, is that really your favorite WrestleMania? 
Uh, no. I would probably, like, I'm more of an old school guy. I enjoy the, the old stuff. It would probably be either WrestleMania 8, just because I love when the Warrior, like, you know, surprised everyone and came in. That made the whole show for me, and the Ric Flair Macho Man match was great. And I love the Iron Man match, I, WrestleMania 12. And uh, I know Anthony enjoyed seeing Goldust in a thong, so I think he'll agree with me about WrestleMania 12. So, yeah, those would be my picks. It would be 12 or 8. We actually didn't watch 12 live, but anyway, that's another story. We didn't. I didn't say we did. Anyway. No, I know. Um, Freddie. Uh, I'm going to have to go with 12. 12 was my favorite. That Iron Man match did it for me. All right. Rob? Uh, I have a special place in my heart for WrestleMania 10 because I was there. Uh, that's and your Red Owen Clinton. match. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon ladder match. And Randy Savage and Crush... Uh, uh, Falls Count Anywhere match or Last Man Standing. I can't remember which one it was. It was one of those. Uh, so at my first big, big pay-per-view. So I always have a special place in my heart for that one. Were you sitting anywhere near where uh, Crush and Macho Man fought? Uh, actually, I was. I was sitting right above where the wrestlers came out. Oh, okay. Not, not close enough to reach them, but close enough that I could see them all as they were coming out. So it was pretty gotcha. cool. And really good seats, and it was a really good show. Nice. Encyclopedia. Uh, you know, the funny thing was I didn't really narrow it down to one. Um, I know a lot of people feel like 17 was the best. I'm sorry, the end of the Rock-Austin match with the dozen chair shots will never do it for me. Um, I, Yeah, I'm not... I think I'm going to kind of lean towards 19. You had Rock Austin 3, uh, you had Angle, Lesnar, uh, even though Lesnar fucked up. I mean, Hogan, Vince, whatever. Um, That's a fuck up, though, that goes down in history. They always yeah. they do reference that one a lot. Yeah, you had Jericho, Jericho and Shawn Michaels, so I think that was a pretty balanced card. I mean, there were a few others that were pretty good, but like 18, I still feel like we should have seen Hogan face Austin, not Rock. Um, 17, like I said, that Rock Austin 2 match, that ending always bothered the shit out of me. So, yeah, I'm going to have to, I guess I'll throw my vote to 19. Um, I kind of want, I kind of want, I would kind of wanted to pick 20. That was the first WrestleMania Steven and I went to. Actually, I think that was Stevie G's only WrestleMania, but that one's kind of tainted, unfortunately, um, based on some unfortunate circumstances that happened. Benoit had a great match. He did. All right. Uh, we have. We also asked you guys your favorite WrestleMania match of all time. Now, uh, Mrs. Eloso actually answered. She said the Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, which uh, you guys mentioned as your reason for WrestleMania 12. Stevie G said the same thing. And then uh, our friend Miguel said any Rock versus Austin match. Freddie? Uh, I'm going to have to go either the ladder match at 10 or the Iron Man match at 12. Those were the two, two of my favorite matches. Rob, I'm gonna have to go with Shawn Michaels versus Rachel Ramon ladder match. I mean, you gotta put that in context. At that time, ladder matches were, you know, not in vogue. There weren't too many, so I mean, everything they did was considered, you know, the first. So, like, um, I remember just being astounded. It really stood out on that card more than any other matches. No, I, I agree with you because seriously, like, there's not – I can't name a ladder match that I would say would top that one. That one just, like, raised the bar in general. Like, 
you know, you got these like tag team layer matches, like, you know, the Edge and Christian Dudleys and Hardys and stuff. They had their own thing, but it wasn't it wasn't HBK, Razor Ramon. WrestleMania ten, that match was insane. Yeah, I just um, watched it again the other day and it still stands up. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I got a T shirt for that match from Homage. Uh, so mine is actually, and it's the one match I actually say is the greatest match of all time. If there was one match I had to have a wrestling fan or someone that's not a wrestling fan watch, I would actually have them go watch The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. For me, that was the most perfect match that they've ever had at a WrestleMania, um, possibly ever. Um, I know there's a lot of people that feel differently. New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah, any well, Omega Kata match kind of gets rated higher i get that for me it's always been Shawn michaels and that undertaker wrestlemania 25 um all right so we didn't really get any responses on the other stuff um like what well i one of the questions i asked was what is your guilty pleasure WrestleMania. What is that one WrestleMania that's universally panned, but for some reason you love it? And nobody answered that. Because I don't think I don't think there is one for anybody. I mean, I, I certainly don't have one. Well, the Encyclopedia has one. Tell us what yours is. It's the one you mentioned, WrestleMania Nine. 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 I like the Roman theme. It was one of the few WrestleManias I felt like where every match was actually built up ahead of time and you had a few going that saw it to a conclusion, with the exception of maybe the Steiners versus Head Shrinkers. Um, that was also the very first pay-per-view Stevie G and I tried to order. Um, unfortunately, uh, we didn't have the cable box to do it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know why. I know that universally that's considered, if not the, one of the worst WrestleManias, that's the worst one. Um, I don't know why, for some reason, that's my favorite. As far as a guilty pleasure. Nice. Okay. Uh, guilty pleasure moment. Something that's really not that stands out that much, but you always seem to love watching it over and over again and goes goosebumps, even though, like I said, it's not one that people talk about often. Uh, no? I mean, one of those moments was that WCW versus DX moment from a few years back. Where you know you had the click come out, it was it was a nostalgia moment for me. So that was my guilty pleasure moment. Nice. Like guilty nice. pleasure, something that like you know obviously you got you enjoy, even though most people may not. It could be. Okay, yeah. so then I'm gonna go with the battle royal where they brought all the old timers back that Iron Sheik won <laughs> when Doink Duke the Dumpster. All of them were in there. The gimmick, so great. Nice. Kimmick Battle Royal. Rob? Nothing for me. Okay, um, and for me, it's actually one that Stephen mentioned. It was WrestleMania 8 when Sid was going out of the ring to get a chair to hit Hogan, and all of a sudden the Warriors music hit, and the whole place went ballistic. For some reason, I get goosebumps every time I see that stupid scene. I have no idea why. Do you guys have any picks for worst WrestleMania? Nine. Okay. That's fine. This, this year's. year's. <laughs> this year. True. Fifteen. Fifteen. Are people forgetting about fifteen? Remind me what was fifteen. 
The main uh, event was the first Rock Austin match. Uh, we had Mankind versus Big Show. Uh, we had a tag team match that was thrown for the belts right before the show even went on the air. You had Undertaker versus Bossman Hell in a Cell. Yeah, you know, when Bossman got hung. <laughs> which which WrestleMania was Undertaker with Albert and uh, where he had to wrestle the two guys? Oh, that was, he that was, was American that, badass. That, that one, he, I don't remember the rest of that card, but I remember that match being a real stinker. Yeah. So that's, that's your worst WrestleMania match. Okay. Um, for me, it's for me. I feel like it's WrestleMania 2000, aka 16. That entire card. I feel like that's the era where we started see, really seeing Vince trying to throw everybody on the roster onto a match because we had like it was like tag team mania. I mean, we had freaking Al Snow and Steve Blackman in the match. Godfather and D'Lo Brown were head a team. Cheese. You didn't like head cheese? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And then uh, that actually also that event has what I thought is the worst match in WrestleMania history, uh, the Cat versus Terry. And the winner was the one who threw the loser through the ropes. Mm-hmm. Any votes for a worst match? Anybody? Wasn't Snooki in a match? El Gigante and, uh, <laughs> and Taker. That was pretty awful. Hey, Steve. Steve, the way you look right now, you look like a... You're part of a horror movie. Yeah. Listen, the filter. Right? Listen, I'm tired of shit right now. This thing's slowly coming in and out. 11.35 at night. It's hard walking from his bed to his desk to work. Well, the desk is all the way upstairs, right? Oh, two floors. Can't have, can't have anyone walk in there. No HIPAA violations. That door gets locked the second I start. Ah, okay. Um... Rob, you're referring to WrestleMania 27. It was John Morrison, Snooki, and Trish Stratus against Dolph Ziggler and LeCool. Yeah, that match kind of sucked. No wonder Michelle McCool's pushing Undertaker to wrestle more. She had to do a job for freaking Snooki. Let's wrap it up. Go ahead. It's, it's been a long one. Thank, thank you, guys. All right, so thank you guys for listening. Find us on www.thesportsfrenzypodcast.com. This Sports Frenzy Podcast on YouTube, where you can watch this episode and many of our other ones. Uh, the the pay-per-view champion continues to be here and will always be here for you guys. Get your doctor's bill on. WrestleMania this weekend. Tune in. Let us know what you guys think. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace.